The Tao of Self-Confidence, Episode 665. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. Visit our website at thetaoofselfconfidence.com. Your inner journey to self-confidence awaits. Well, hello, friend. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. I'm your host today, Sheena Yap-Chan, and today I have an amazing lady on the show today. She is a singer and actress and a human empowerment ambassador, and I'm really excited to have her on and share her story with us today. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to Anthea Neri. Anthea, how are you today? Maybe you can fill in a little bit more about yourself to the listeners. Yeah, thank you for for having me on. What an honor. When I saw the name and title of your podcast, I was like, yes, I will do it. And thank you. I am I was actually born in the Philippines in a small town in Negros. I was born there in Negros Occidental in the Philippines and I immigrated here in the states when I was four with my family. And we are a little happy-go-lucky little family. And my dad was in the military, so we are a military family. I graduated a bachelor's in science and clinical laboratory science at a university called Western Carolina University in the mountains of North Carolina. So uh, a very small school, but now it's grown larger. So what I did was uh, be a very, very good Asian daughter or child and got my my degree. And that was actually my parents' dream was to raise their children in the States and have all their children graduate from an American university. So there is now four degrees on my parents' wall and they accomplished, we helped accomplish their dream from all the sacrifices that they have given us. I, I worked at Mount Sinai University in bachelor's, using my bachelor's degree in clinical laboratory sciences to work in their genetics program there and biochemical genetics. And I also worked at Duke University in their CPED laboratory or PICU-NICU right across the, the hall there. And then I left it all. I left the expected dream that my parents had for me. And I left it and I pursued acting and singing. And so that's what I do. That's what I do now. And my parents freaked out and they didn't know what I was going to do. But after showing them that I was serious and that I was actually going to make this dream happen, because if you, if you think about it, it's like they risked everything to bring us over here. How could I not risk everything to reach my full potential and make myself happy? And what was that? I just knew that I loved the arts. I just knew that I loved music and performance and collaboration and movies and musicals, like all of that. So how could I not risk it all as well? If they showed bravery, so I must as well. So that's a little bit about me. (laughs) Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that story, I think it's um, great to, I think it's great that, you know, you're able to go out there and do your own thing because it's not always easy. And like you mentioned, right, especially having Asian parents, they like freak out, like, what are you doing with your life? But like you said, if you take yourself seriously and show them that you're serious about it, you know, it may take time, but they'll realize that what you're doing is serious and it's something that you love and you can make it happen. So thanks for sharing that. And what would be your favorite self-confidence quote? So it would be a toss up. There's so many, right? There'd be two and in between a toss up to be yourself 
in a world that is constantly trying to make you something else is the greatest accomplishment. And that's from Ralph Waldo Emerson. And with realization of one's own potential and self-confidence in one's ability, one can build a better world. Dalai Lama. Thanks for sharing those quotes. And in your own words, how do you define self-confidence? My definition of self-confidence would be the awareness of the self. You show up in the world unapologetically true to your highest self. Drown out the noise that everyone else has put in your path and things like that. And just show up and trusting your your gut instinct and, and what you, what do you like? What do you want? Because it's so easy for us to be molded into somebody else's dream, somebody else's human, somebody else's life. So easy. But the hardest thing is to look within. And that's where self-confidence, I believe, comes from. Thanks for sharing that great definition. And Anthea, what was your life like before your discovery of self-confidence? What was my life like before discovering self-confidence? It was blurry. It was anxiety. It was depression. It was being lost. I didn't know what I wanted. I listened to everyone around me. I was a sponge. I listened with loving now from understanding what my parents wanted for me was what they knew, what they understood to be a good life. And before I was like, oh, come on, you know, like I want to, I want to do what I want to do, but what is it that you wanted to do? I didn't know. And so I listened to what they said, good, bad, or whatever. It was sadness. It was confusion. All of that, because I personally didn't do the work within. I played a victim for years. I, it, you know, I didn't get that because of this, because of this incident, this person, whatever. And oh, woe is me. And I identified myself with things and ident- identities that didn't really serve me. I am just a person who's late. I am a, just a person who isn't healthy. I was born this way. I can't help it. And, you know, it's a difference between a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. I just didn't know, even though my parents were both very educated and the people that are around me were doctors and nurses, very educated, smart individuals, but they only knew how to help me as much as they knew. You know what I mean? So it was very, it was very blurry, very lost, very confused. Thanks for sharing that. And I think that's something we all go through, right? Especially, you know, as Asian Asian women were always just taught one way of living because that's all our parents and their, you know, their parents knew, right? And it's not like it was their fault, but it's just they only knew what was told to them back then. But because we know better, you know, or not, we know better because we realize there's more out there than just living one way of life. You know, we can go out there and actually achieve it or attain it. And what was that point in your life when you realized you were more than enough to go out there and, you know, be who you are today, have that confidence? What was that aha moment? I'm just trying to figure out if there was an aha moment earlier in my stage. There was an aha moment when I was like, I need to lose weight. I think it was those little, little like highlights in my life. Like this is enough is enough. When, you know, when my parents didn't agree with the person that I was dating and I stood my ground and I said, no, this is, I'm, I believed in this person at that time. And the first time 
they risk, they were like, well, fine, then we won't help you move to New York City type thing from North Carolina to New York City. And I was like, okay, that's fine. And, but I started to stand up for myself and showed up for myself in the decisions that I wanted to make instead of making, just saying yes, or being the good daughter or being the good student, being the good, you know, worker, whatever. I just started to be like, yeah, no, that doesn't feel good. Nope, not going to do that. And so I started to show up for myself and saying what I wanted. And that just gained accountability for myself slowly. And then I started to take more and like larger risk, like making the decision to move to New York from North Carolina, making the decision to leave my laboratory job to go to the Philippines to do a reality TV show. Why not? Like these little things started to gain accountability for myself, aka self awareness, aka self confidence. These small, minute, at that moment, at that time, decisions that was like my highest self, like speaking to me, come on, girl, you can do it, say something. So yeah, I think those little, those little wins every day, every choice, every moment builds up accountability for yourself and makes your voice very strong and stronger and understanding, being more self-aware about who you are. Thanks for sharing that. And I love how you mentioned, you know, the little wins, right? Because a lot of people feel like if we build self-confidence, we have to make big leaps, right? Really, it's just these daily, small, actionable steps or success or wins that really helps us, you know, yield those big results, right? And it, may, it helps us feel better. It's like, oh, if I can, you know, like, like exercising, right? If I can do 10 minutes on cardio, good, right? You feel good. You're like, the next day I'll do 12 minutes. I'll add it two more minutes. And, you know, when you keep increasing it little by little, by the end of the month, you could do like an hour of cardio. And that's, you know, that really helps you build up that confidence, right? Because you just kept pushing every single day and having those little wins because you increased it by like two minutes a day. And, you know, when we can see things in that way, it's just, it's, it's, it's crazy how much we can achieve, right? And, you know, because of those little wins or, you know, because of what you've realized, what's your life been like now? limitless, a sense of clarity, loving myself. Am I perfect? No. Am I done? Absolutely not. Am I confident always? No, but I get up faster. I, I see if I'm on the wrong route, if I'm going back to my old self. It was a, a big moment recently, February 21st of this year, I lost my mom. She was battling ALS and frontal lobe dementia for about two and a half years diagnosed, five years undiagnosed total. And it was just a huge clarity in what are you waiting for? What are you holding out for? What is tomorrow? Is there a tomorrow? You don't know. So the power of now and does it all matter? So these fears that we feed into are our own truths that we believe to be true. We make them up. But what if you are able to step out into the world unapologetically yourself? You're like, what if I am able to say that I am a fit person instead of identifying yourself as I am have always been fat? Like, what if you make these minute changes? And what if you could change yourself by literally just verbalizing it out and being like, yeah, no more enough is enough. It has been amazing. I will, I don't, the, a lot of times that uh, a lot of actors or singers or performers or entrepreneurs are like, they have to know it all. And the answer is no, you don't. You can always be a learner, be a curious sponge in the sense that you can, what if, what if we live life through the lens of a child? 
and they see life as an awesome playground. What if we're just giant children? Like all these questions, you're like, if you do that, life is just more fun because we are never granted tomorrow. All we have is a present moment. So why not risk it all? Thanks for sharing that. I love how you men- mentioned, you know, that we don't have to know it all because it's true, right? And especially after interviewing so many women, I've realized when they first started out, they didn't know either. <laughs> they didn't have it all together. They just knew there was a purpose. There was something there and they just went for it and stumbled upon, you know, so many paths and you know, that's life, right? It's up and down. It's like a roller coaster. We're going to make a lot of mistakes, but sometimes, you know, our mistakes will take us to our greatest opportunities. And like you mentioned, we can learn, learn along the way. And I think that's huge, right? I mean, in school, in school, they just teach you to study, study, study and have that perfect score. And, you know, in life, it's like you can make a mistake and it's okay, you know, because we can course correct along the way. And I think that's, that's like something that we forget or we don't even realize or we're not aware of. And the more we can, you know, show people out there that it's okay and it happens and we're not the only ones who go through it, um, we just feel a little bit better in our own journeys, right? Knowing that there's someone out there doing, you know, similar things and they're okay. The world hasn't ended. We're all good. Yeah. Like I, I, you know, a geneticist. Okay. That's like a thing. Okay. So I was a geneticist and then I was like, yeah, I want to become an actress. Like, how do you do that? Like, I don't know. And so I, I just made the decision to move. I didn't know. I asked a lot of questions. I was like, okay, so what is, it, what is a headshot? What is equity? What do you do there? Like, what do you do? That, how did you get there? Like, just became super curious. And then you have this huge platform to understand that you're, you, although you've taken a different route, are on the same playing field as the people that chose a different route actually in the field. You know, I just sang, I just, I just finished singing the national anthem for the Dodgers, Los Angeles Dodgers for the Pinoy night. Like, what is that platform? Super grateful. But like, how did a geneticist get there? Like, that's so, I'm like, what? That's so cool. Like, I just, I just think it's fun. I think it's awesome. And you can do anything that you want to do if you work hard and decide that you want to do it. That's it. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. You know, congrats for singing at the Dodgers game. I think that's huge. And it's amazing, especially coming from a background of science, right? I mean, like you mentioned, anything is super possible. Doesn't have to make sense, but it's all good. You know, it'll make sense in the end. So thanks for sharing that. And Anthea, if our listeners want to get to know a little bit more about you and what you do or check out some of your um, work, is there any links or social media profiles we can connect with? Yeah, my website, www.official.com. Anthea, Anthea is A-N-T-H-E-A dot com or all the social media handles at official Anthea. Thanks for sharing that. And to our listeners, if you want to connect with Anthea, you can also head on over to the com and search for Anthea's name. Her show notes will pop up along with everything else that we talked about. And I really just want to thank Anthea today for taking the time to share her story and tips with us on self-confidence. So thank you so much. Thank you. It's an honor to use this platform with you and to enlighten a lot of people out there that uh, things are possible and it starts with yourself. So thank you. Not a problem. It was really great having you on the show. And to our listeners, be on the lookout for another new episode of Another Amazing Woman's Journey to Self-Confidence. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of the Tao of Self-Confidence. Want to learn how you can use podcasting to market your business? Download your free report by visiting our website at thetowofselfconfidence.com.
your inner journey to self-confidence awaits.